Bonfire Babble. Welcome to the Bonfire. Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. And we have the pleasure of bringing back to the studio one Miss Conowin Moore. Bam, 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 bam. Woohoo. Welcome back, Mom. Thank you so much for having me back. It's so good to be back. Oh my goodness. It's been way too long. <laughs> missed your face. I mean, I missed you. Listeners have not missed you because Conowin was awesome and recorded all this stuff back in November. So we got all the way through Pisces season. And a lot's happened since. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Has. Now we're in we're headed into Aries season. Conowin, what should we expect? Happy New Year, folks, first and foremost. Happy Astrological Ooh. New Year. And also happy birthday to all my Aries people out there. It is so good to be here mm-hmm. sharing the forecast. Um, of course, the last time, <laughs> you're going to have to forgive me if I'm repeating myself. I don't remember much from the last time we recorded this because as mentioned, it was back in November. It's been quite a new year. We're back. <laughs> but I have lots to share. And you have a baby brain, too. Yeah. <laughs> my That's my real. brain is real. It is real. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so It is so real. Yeah. But I'm not so out of breath anymore. That's a huge relief. <laughs> Wow. It's almost like you don't have a tiny human punching you in the lungs. Well, I, um, I still have a tiny human kicking me in the ribs every night <laughs> while we're trying to sleep. <laughs> but you know, it's a different, it's a different experience. It's been wonderful. <laughs> I'm very, very happy. So, well, speaking of kicking in the ribs, let's talk about the ferocity of the Aries sign and Aries season. <laughs> what a segue! I know. <laughs> um, but first, actually, real quick before we do this, because I always, right now, the way the full moons have been running, we have these full moons right before our season so i don't want to like not talk about that because we're going to be feeling that energy as we progress into the airy season so march 18th that's that's for us that's coming this week the moon will be full in virgo at 12 18 a.m so middle of the night for us pacific timers a little bit later for our east coast time and it's going to be at 27 degrees again i don't know if you guys remember this i know right like again so we have so many full moons that have been happening at this 27th degree if you're somebody who has a 27 degree planet in your chart or even like a 28 or a 25 or 26 or 29 if you have those range of planets you're probably you probably been feeling like it's a big heavy hitting emotional time for you so if that resonates i would totally take a look at your chart um because that 27 degrees just been nailed over and over and over again with all these past full moons so these are really big emotional illuminations big moments big recognitions of what's going on and it's a lot of kind of tumultuous time now granted i think everyone's kind of feeling that right now so we're going to talk about the full moon in virgo and how that's going to carry over into the season but i know first and foremost like all y'all stay safe out there and i know things are really really crazy since I recorded last, I can't believe how much has happened. Hopefully I can give you guys some tools today from astrology to walk away feeling a little more positive, a little more empowered, and like we can we can get through this season together, okay? <laughs> I love you all. <laughs> Sending so much love to everybody. So check that 27 degree if that resonates with you in your chart. But this full moon is sextile the North Node. So we've got faded decisions. We've got collaborative energy. It's harmonious energy with where we're headed in the future, where we've been in the past. So this is likely going to be some sort of illumination that's really heavy hitting and important, but it's not going to feel like it's a hard decision to get through whatever may come up for you, whatever may come to the surface for you. There may be a choice or an action you need to take, and it feels like 
like the right move to go toward. And it is really important. So if you feel the weight of this decision, it is a real thing. Go with it. Trust your intuition. Because Virgo energy is encouraging us to be more detailed and exact. Pisces season has a habit of like throwing us into the ocean surf. So we're kind of getting tossed around because again, Pisces is that ocean energy, that depth. And Virgo reminds us to, to make it small, that we can't affect everything. We can't change everything. We have to keep our world small. What can you control? What can you change? And what can you let go of? And Virgo is, like I said, incredibly exacting and detailed. So don't be afraid to like dig into the small things. And truthfully, the small things may be a source of comfort right now where it's just focus on your daily routine, focus on what brings you up in the morning and having a really good, you know, night routine as you're headed to bed. Routine is a really big word with Virgo energy because they like that disciplined schedule. They like the reliability of a schedule and a routine. So find solace in that, find comfort in that, or just, you know, if you're not a routine person, do something that you know makes you feel good every time because it's full moon and I'm a big believer in full moon's already an emotional crazy time. So do the things that make you feel positive and good and happy, like indulge in yourself a little bit. This is totally a time for that because it's been very big and overwhelming, as I mentioned, kind of getting tossed around that Piscean sea. So bring it back, bring it small. And what's worth like noting about this full moon is the sun will also be sextile Pluto at the same time. So you may find that some sort of an authority figure may be coming up in your way, or you may need to contend with them. Maybe the decision is around an authority figure and you need to go to them for permission or, you know, you might be coming up against them. What's nice is it's a sextile. So that's a, that's a collaborative energy together. That's more harmonious. So you likely find if there's something that you need to bring up with a boss or bring up with a person of authority, a parent, whoever, you might find that it's a little bit easier to go with. And again, stay attached to the details, the small things. Don't make it such a big, big deal, right? As you're coming to them. Anyway, so that's kind of some of the energy going around that full moon. I don't want to spend a ton of time on that because I know I spent some time on it the last episode because we're about to go into Aries season, which is on March 20th. <laughs> so um, it is, of course is the same time as the spring equinox as a Stara. It's at 8.33 a.m. Pacific time. So bright and early for us folks. Um, even earlier because of the 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 daylight savings, <laughs> which we're all Yeah, we're today. recording this, everyone, on daylight savings time change year over. Thank goodness it wasn't 7 a.m. the worst. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. So, but either way, happy birthday, Aries. Your season is here. I'm going to start off this season with my favorite quote about Aries. This is from Rick Levine, the grand Aries himself, um, who's a master astrologer and he has a ton of planets in Aries. So I trust him because he knows what he's talking about. But Aries energy is the undifferentiated primal energy that through its urge is coming into manifestation, but it is not yet defined. Okay, that's a lot of words <laughs> all put together. But what I love about this is this to me just says the excitement of like a seed just being planted, the possibility of that moment, that excitement that you feel when you bury it into the earth and you know something's going to grow from it. That is Aries passion. That is, you know, kind of just jumping out on a leap of faith and hoping, you know what, like I'm going to do this and I don't really know if it's going to work out or not, but I'm going to do it anyway. That is Aries energy. And I love that about Aries. It's passionate. It's ferocious. It's pretty dangerous and, and can be like super daring and maybe a little nonsensical, but it is out there and Aries are not afraid to just go out and stick their neck out truly for whatever it is they believe in. So I so admire the passion of Aries. And of course, what a perfect way to bring in spring because 
that's all about planting our seeds and bringing in that new energy for the year. This is why this is the beginning of the astrological new year. So mm -hmm. this whole sign is ruled by Mars, right? So Mars is your ruler. And Mars actually just had a really interesting dance with Venus in the sky over the last couple of weeks. Um, it's exceedingly rare what happened, but basically Venus and Mars kind of switched places over and over again. They came into contact with Pluto. They met up in Aquarius at that same degree that we had a huge conjunction back in 2020 with Jupiter and Saturn, that zero degrees Aquarius. So if anything from like December of 2020 was brought up recently for you. That may have been something resonating in your chart, but now Mars is moving ahead into Aquarius. And so this whole Aries season is like, there's an undercurrent of this Mars energy in Aquarius, which is kind of interesting, but basically that's how can we take our raw primal energy and how can we use that to fight for something greater than ourselves? Where can that passion be driven and drawn to that is going to be something that's bigger than just our dreams, our hopes, and can be something of Aquarius, the community, the greater people at large, your brother, your sister, your mother, your friend, your, you know, it's, it's that kind of collective energy together that's fueling us forward. So how can we use that passion to better serve the community, which I think right now, <laughs> a lot of people are asking themselves and will be the theme as we're going forward. Um, so how can we also main our, maintain our independence, right? Because Aries is a fiercely independent sign while doing what we can to serve and to protect those that we love. So it's kind of finding that interesting balance. Mars being there gives, I think, sort of an interesting, I mean, Aquarius and Aries get along in terms of energy. That's fire and air together. So there's a lot of passion there, a lot of communication. And it should feel harmonious. Like, I want to work toward these things. Of course, if that's not resonating for you, that might not just be the way it's playing out in your chart. But I would hope that, you know, if you're feeling that draw to serve and to help people, to protect people, to donate, to give, whatever it is that you feel passionate about, go for it. This is the time. This is the season. Um, you know, and and again, like, how can we empathize with people that are our neighbor, our friend, our family, or people that we don't even know across the world? And again, I think this is like, I'm saying this, and I know this is what a lot of people are already acting and feeling on that Mars yeah. energy is already pushing us to do this. And now the whole season is going to be ruled by this energy. So honor it and, and work with it however you're comfortable with. And, you know, again, your community looks like what you want it to be, but you can make it as big or small as you want. And, you know, maybe some of those routines and things you thought of from the new, the full moon or whatever was brought up for you around the full moon may help to focus that energy going forward. So, so that sounds like it might be a really positive and a lot of energy behind actually achieving a goal if you're doing some magical magical activism for Ukraine and to get Putin to step back. And if we all come together and send that energy that it, it has a chance of working because of the harmony. Is that, am I interpreting that correctly? Yeah. I mean, so what if I, that's the way I wanted to go. Yeah, sure. I mean, and I think, so when it comes to the, the harmony and the ease of this energy, I think, you know, mm -hmm. we are finding it easy right now to sort of see the collective desire to help, right? We're all, we're having this, this mm -hmm. like unity around this. Right. And so our, our efforts are not going to be necessary. Like, I can't say what the result of the efforts are going to be like, what's going to happen at the end of this, right. because you have to figure this is the same energy for everybody. Right. And so it's a matter right. of like, it's easier to unify, to come together, to fight for something that we care about together. And that feels good. And I, like I said, I mean, 
you can use that for good and for bad, right? <laughs> so I'll quote the minister or the other minister at the beginning of one of the books. He says, don't you all do magic? He goes, yes, but the problem is so does the other side. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, that sounds kind of like what you're saying. So of course you can't predict which way it's going to go. But again, it's like we do have a choice, right, to use that. Like if that energy is there, that's ripe for the taking. Like we can we can take advantage of, oh, this is what's in our in our environment, in our air right now. Let's use that and and use it as a tool because the other side may not know that they're, you know, that that's there for the taking. Like, you know, good point. We can tap into the energy, right? If we're aware of it. That's truly to me what astrology is so powerful for, the awareness of what is out there to make use of. So, yeah. You know. I love that. Great. Thanks. Colleen. Oh, of course. And around, you know, around making good on your goals and everything, we have a new moon in Aries on March 31st. It's going to be at 11 degrees. So everybody who's got your natal chart out there, remember you need your time of birth, right? To know where your houses are. But I just wanted to like, I've, I like reviewing this every time because I think this really gives a nice idea yeah. of how this relates to you personally, right? So you're going to look for 11 degrees Aries in your chart, wherever that is, and the house in which that resides. So whether it's your first, your second, your 10th, your 11th, wherever that house is, that is the arena in which this energy is kind of playing out. Now, if you already have an idea of how you want to make use of this new moon energy, go for it, especially with Aries energy. That's a that is a go for it energy. Take whatever you want. But if you're like, mm, I really want to do something around the new moon, and I don't really know where my direction is or or how I can better focus this, use that as a guide because all the different houses mean something different. They all have different resonances within our lives, different arenas in which they play out. So you can use that to better guide that energy. For me personally, like the 11 degrees is in my first house. So that's going to be around myself, my my actual body, my myself, right? And so I could have a goal around, you know, I could lose the baby weight, which is actually not my goal. <laughs> but you know, that could be something that's just like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to take it easy on myself. I'm actually going to trust myself and love myself a little bit more. That's what I need to do with that energy. No hate to anybody out there, right? <laughs> so, but you know, that's just an example of a thing. And so like Detta, yours isn't going to be in your fifth house. And so that's your house of joy and of passion, of self-expression. If you have a goal around that, that's like Aries fueled, like passion, go for it. That is that is kind of the arena of life that's like right for the taking. And Corey, yours is going to be in your sixth house. So this is around wellness and routine. This could have to do with animals. This could have to do with just your health in general or or your work. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> so, you know, but again, like and and this it doesn't have to be where you put it, but that's where it's happening in the energy. So it's right for the taking for you. Whatever you want to make use of that energy, because Aries energy is rad as hell. And like, you know, a couple other things about this new moon. So it's going to be conjunct Chiron and Mercury. So this, I love seeing this, but I also want to warn a little thing about this. When when the moon is conjunct Chiron and Mercury, so Mercury is our, our thoughts, our communication, our <laughs> our mind, right? Mercury is the mind and transportation and things like that. That's why when Mercury goes retrograde, all that goes to crap. <laughs> and then Chiron is our like wounded healing aspect, which is what everyone, they say it's the wounded healer. Really, it's the deepest wound in what you will feel in your lifetime. So it's no joke. But in feeling that wound, that is what you are able to help heal others from, right? That experience that you go through, you teach others how to cope and manage with it 
because you have learned it. So it can be a very, very powerful placement, but it comes with, you know, some difficulty. So with the moon being conjunct, so sitting right on top of Chiron and Mercury in Aries, there is a potential for really great healing through communication. So opening up about your needs, opening up about your desires, your passions, this could really feel very healing, very cathartic for you, or just opening up about wounds in the past that you maybe have had, something that you've had to learn from. In doing that, you may discover a new goal or a new dream or a new idea that fuels you forward. But this can also be words that hurt, that are emotionally damaging, that flare up, um, or the thoughts that you that happen in your head may hurt you, right? Then, And I actually heard a quote recently, Philip DeFranco has been saying this on his channel a lot. I don't know if y'all listen to him ever, but he was saying, you are not your thoughts, you are your actions. And that, I don't know, for me, that has really helped me personally, <laughs> just because there's so many like crazy transformation things with motherhood personally and I was just like oh I need to focus on what I'm doing and and that's where like the good is and you're not your thoughts like you know don't let those thoughts beat you down because they're that's not you like you are what you're acting as and what a, like for me that's the perfect idea of Aries energy because it's fueled by Mars like it is about action it is about the the force the life force energy in which you are choosing to act upon so let that be your guide and tell those voices to shut up if they're being mean <laughs> or if they're doing things that you don't like like that that can be a time where that can flare up and use that to your advantage tell them to shut up <laughs> because you're not you're not your thoughts that really resonates i mean i don't know why it's just really hit me recently so i, I wanted to share that and then also it's going to be the moon is going to be queen gong's pluto again whenever i bring up pluto this is an authority figure but it can also be within your own power it could bring up something within you that maybe has sabotaged you or disempowered you but it can also be a transformation that you're choosing okay this is my new moon goal i'm going to empower myself and queen gong's relationships are a little awkward to be honest they're a little like in your blind spot so you may find a solution or you may have an experience that kind of hits you like whoa i didn't expect that or oh that's an idea i never would have thought of thank you for that you know it may come from somewhere you didn't expect so just kind of be ready for something to either come at you and maybe trigger you or also just come at you and really inspire you to be empowered but it's around working with power a little bit i think there's just you want to like treat this new moon as something that there might be something unexpected. So just be ready for that for sure. And and remember to claim your power because that's what Aries energy is all about. That's the new moon, <laughs> which is coming up very soon, end of March. What is that? That mar That is going to be March 31st and it's at 11.24 p.m. So middle of the night for a specific time, folks. It's the next day, technically April 1st for our East Coast time, folks. There's a couple other things I'm going to touch on and then we're going to touch on the full moon, but some of the energy overall this whole season there's a lot of there's a lot of like piscean energy that's left over and one of the things i was thinking about with this whole airy season that is kind of a empowering fuel it forward motion notion is just the idea that we got this we can do this so as a collective together i was kind of talking about this earlier with mars we as a collective can do this like even if it sounds impossible even if it sounds you know insurmountable just remembering that through unity and togetherness and community, we we can do this. And we as in the, you know, the royal we, the I, like we all of what makes up your soul and your body, like telling yourself, we got this, we can get through this is going to be really key, I think, to getting through a lot of this very deep Piscean energy that's still like, you know, waving over us. Neptune is going to be hanging out in Pisces. Jupiter has been hanging out in Pisces and they're going to be conjunct 
which I've been talking about for months on April 12th at 23 degrees. And oh my God, <laughs> this has not happened since the 1850s. So I've, I know I've mentioned this on this podcast before and definitely go check out the episode that we did. That was the whole 2022 because there's a lot more in depth about that transit. So I'm just going to touch on it because I know I've talked about it a lot. But again, this is huge. This is that call for spiritual awakening. I truly believe that this is kind of a big it's, it's a big call to those of us that are attracted to, you know, the psychic arts, the occult arts, the, the spiritual arts, <laughs> the art arts, you know, and, and just the things that are Piscean in nature and really have to do with like unconditional, unbounding love. And it's a call to us to unify and to bring our gifts to the table and say, okay, like this is the future we want. And we're going to see, you know, I mean, we're going to see a lot of different ways that this plays out in the world. We're already seeing some of this, you know, people's dreams and big ideas coming to fruition for good and for bad. And so, you know, that is an invitation to you should you choose to take it. And, you know, just as a reminder, right, Jupiter is our morals, our beliefs, our values, our education, our understanding, our big ideas. Jupiter is huge. It's big, right? It's all the big things that we can't see or touch, but we know and we feel and we want. And then Neptune is even bigger, although physically it's not actually a bigger planet, right? But Neptune rules all the deepest like forms of the things that we really can't even really conceptualize. It's It rules over the infinite. So that's like, you know, the highest forms of love, spirituality, div divinity, and just the deepest, the deepest forms, the deepest wells that we can even like think of when it comes to anything psychic or spiritual, all the things we can't touch, right? And so you put these two energies together and that's a lot of like just big ideas and thoughts and nothing really tangible. So it's exciting. And I think we can like jump into that, but it can be very overwhelming because there's nothing to really keep us grounded. It's in that Piscean energy. So remember to ground yourself, especially as we get into this April 12th time, because it's going to feel again, like we're just getting tossed around the surf a little bit. And remember that like, it's about your dreams. It's about your goals. And it's a great time to talk to people about it, to offer up your gifts if you if you feel called to do that. Or if you just feel called to like dive into that world, if that's something that you've been afraid of and you're like waiting for a sign, this is kind of a moment. Like you can take this as a sign. Jump into this. Jump into witchcraft if it's calling to you like that. <laughs> I think, you know, I, I'm sure you guys know, but like I mean I know and, and feel this that there have been so many people waking up to this community mm -hmm. and this and this path and i think that this like transit is a really big part of that like a keystone part of that and we're going to see even more people get drawn into it and awaken so what can we do as as witches in the community to help facilitate a smooth transition and welcome people into this and and you know share our beliefs and our everything with them <laughs> you know in a way that's responsible mm -hmm. but also like is welcoming and joyful and full of love and you know <laughs> common sense <laughs> and then also, oh, yeah. right you know but then also all the people that are out there and are curious and are afraid or are just not ready yet i mean this could be the time that you choose to do that so have courage have faith and walk into it walk into it with love right pisces rules love first and foremost and i think as long as we let that be our guide that's going to help 
all of us get through this because, you know, Neptune can rule over things like misinformation, paranoia, you know, behavior that's in denial or, you know, and Jupiter's involved in this too. So there can be this explosive, expansive nature to that as well. People in authority trying to sway a crowd with like big ideas and big words, right? But there's nothing of substance there. So it's just important to look out for this. And to remember, like, be on the lookout for the things that have no substance, have no reality. And remember that let love guide the way and let your dreams guide the way to what it is you want. And, you know, you don't want to just walk into things so trusting, but it's it's a, it's a time to have faith, really, I think, in yourself and in, in whatever it is that you are passionate about. Let that Aries passion rule it, too, versus okay. just, you know believing what anybody will say right because <laughs> there will be a lot of that <laughs> so mingle with that leftover pisces energy mm -hmm. yeah and and what did you say i'm sorry oh, i was just saying that that's myself included right like i'm telling all mm -hmm. you guys these things right and this is just you know i love this this is me speaking what i love but you know if this doesn't resonate or if that's not what you're ready to feel if you're not ready to jump into that don't feel pressured either like we're all called in our own time to do what it is we want to do but if this is a tool for the taking, I hope that it helps. <laughs> you know, anybody, any astrologer who says they know what's going on, really, like, you got a question. Because, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them out there. And I'm not trying to be one of them, I promise. That's like, trying to say what's going to happen and predict everything. Astrology is an incredible predictive tool, but it's not always right because it's really based on anecdotes. And if it doesn't resonate, it's not right for you. That's truly how I feel about it. I take what you want and leave what you leave behind what you don't need because otherwise it's not worth it. So, <laughs> And that was my TED talk. Thank you for coming. <laughs> that is really like the undercurrent, this Piscean undercurrent to this whole thing. I'm just going to throw out some like questions to you too to sort of ruminate on as we go toward the full moon. Because Neptune, as I mentioned, is going to be in Pisces. And it's making some really lovely aspects with our nodal access right now. We were having a nodal square like all of last year, and now it's finally moving into something a little more harmonious. So it is a time, you know, if, if you're not feeling that like super Aries drive to go do things, that's okay. You know, you can take this time to be reflective because Neptune being in sextile with the North Node is again inviting us to look at our dreams, look at the things we have faith in that we can't really see and to let that guide us toward our decisions to evolve us, to empower us. Things that are unseen, like what fuels you, what haunts you, what are you possibly in denial about? What do you like to imagine as a future for yourself? You know, what is left in your life to be explored, whether mentally or physically? You know, it's a great period for intuitive uh, healing, intuitive arts, spiritual practice. And some people may experience like some like really significant psychic downloads or just sudden knowing. Like all of a sudden, you know, something's going to happen that happens or, you know, like, you know, <laughs> You know something and it's and it happens to be true, right? About somebody or about something. And so I will say trust it. Like if you're feeling an intuitive moment, it's it can be shocking how on point those can be sometimes and very empowering when you voice that and you actually have the courage to like say, I, I saw that coming or, you know, or I felt like that was happening. You may find that these gifts are being awakened. And I do think this is in preface to that big Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. We're going to start feeling these like psychic powers kind of open up in a way, which is exciting. So, you know, <laughs> just remember not to let it sweep over you and cause a paranoia or a fear of you know, all that is unknown, just take it one step at a time and just trust what you feel like you want to trust. And remember, like, there's a community here, like, waiting to welcome you. I think, you know, Dead Encore, you guys both 
like would agree there's a whole welcoming community here that ready to have people jump in and and be a witch oh, yeah. with us right and that's why you guys are doing what you're doing and doing amazing i think that i think that's why there's so many podcasts right now is because it is about community and inviting people into the community and totally and so don't be embarrassed like or don't be don't be afraid like talk to us <laughs> tell us about you know what it is you're feeling and experiencing because i do think a lot of it's gonna like ramp up for everybody and if that's something you want to open yourself up to do it safely do it responsibly but go for it like right now you could really have a lot of great headway with that so lastly the full moon that's going to happen right and so this happens at 26 degrees not 27 but it's still going to hit that i mean you're still going to feel it at 27 degrees 26 degrees libra on april 16th at 11 55 a.m so most of us on the pacific coast won't really see the moon but it's going to be middle of the day on april 16th we might see the moon i'm actually not sure about that but well, sometimes we do <laughs> in the daytime, right? It depends on the overcast. Right. Is it cloudy and gray? Yeah. <laughs> is, the is the mountain out? Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> so full moon in Libra, right? So that in contrast to that new moon in Aries, which is very much the individual strength, that you, like the me, the self, right? Libra is about the we, the you and I, right? To the together of that. Libra is also about justice, about harmony, about truth, about collaboration, about beauty. Where can you shine? this light, this moonlight of the Libra energy into your life? What needs harmonizing? What needs to be addressed so justice can be served? That could be big or small, right? What needs to return to balance in your life? I encourage you, this, this moon is like sextile Saturn. I love good like relationships to Saturn because when it's in good harmonious relationships, Saturn teaches us discipline. It teaches us commitment. And so it helps us work with boundaries and with rules and possibly with contracts if that's something that comes up for you. It helps us make good on our commitments and good on our promises. So if you make a commitment or a promise to yourself or you have made one, this might be a really good time for that. Like maybe it's coming to fruition or perhaps it's something that you need to address in order to do that better. But work with that Saturnian boundary energy to protect yourself and and to possibly make a really fantastic collaboration, right, with that Libra energy. It is square Pluto, right? So Pluto's really like poking at all these transits this month. And again, this is authority figures and power, right? So I think there's a lot of like energy about like the self versus an authority figure, the self versus power, the self versus the empowered self versus the disempowered self, right? Like there's a lot of ways you can flip this and turn this. Pluto feels really needy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pluto Pluto is having a whole hmm. year like right now. Yeah. Pay attention to me. Yeah. Pay attention. It is the US Pluto return at like no less. So, you know, yeah. he's kind of the center of the show, oh. but everyone's everyone's like knocking on his door being like, Pluto, is this okay? Can we do this, Pluto? And Pluto's like, I do not care. I rule the underworld and you have mortals have to make, you know, make it figure figure it out yourself. <laughs> you know but i need to be involved because <laughs> it's pluto <laughs> so uh with that right so uh an authority figure might push you with a square energy that's like that's a pushing energy that's the energy of i don't want to get up from the couch because i'm really comfortable but i have to go to the bathroom and it's going to end badly one way or another right that's square energy so when it's square pluto like what are we feeling like an authority figure may push us like no you have to do this you have to make that on a promise or you have to go forward or it may be something like a behavior that you know you've been exhibiting 
and you're not really into it, it like you you're pushed to fix that behavior or perhaps you know somebody comes at you and you have to push back to assert your power to to claim your power back pluto is about power so again that can come from outside of you but that can also come within you i always like to try to make it come within me right whenever it's a pluto energy bring out the power you know and and let it work for you so uh really like important to keep in mind. But again, using that Saturnian energy, maybe it's putting up your boundaries too. Like Saturn is there to help you through that. So 26 degrees Libra in the chart. For me, it's in my seventh house, right? So again, check out where is 26 degrees Libra in your chart. This gives you that arena. For me, the seventh house is going to be my relationships, my partnerships, business. So, you know, keep an eye out for that. Marriage is also in there. Maybe it's a date night. I don't know. <laughs> Just throwing that out, right? Collaborative relationship. Corey, for you, it's in your 12th house. So this is like a great time to jump into more spiritual practice and any kind of intuitive psychic arts. If that sounds like appealing to you, you can shine a light on that and maybe jump in a little bit. Or if you feel like you need a better balance of of like, I need, you know, this kind of realm and world more in my life. I need to dive into that because I'm not feeling close to it. Great time to rebalance that. Um, it can also be institutions or enemies. So perhaps it's putting like the boundary up to like, nope, I'm not going to tolerate any bullshit or like I need to establish my boundary, you know, or fighting for justice and perhaps like with that kind of a energy. So just keep an eye out for that. And Detta, for you, it's in your 11th house. So this is going to be like really friendships being platonic community, the greater collective, your outreach. So this is everything outside of you, like people, institutions, all that kind of stuff that's more friendly. So, you know, how can you collaboratively work with that? But yeah, that's wow. the full moon <laughs> that we have. Wow. So, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I have a lot of very it, important dates written down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot. The, this year's just been packed. Yeah. It feels like already. It's only March. <laughs> I know. It's I know. March and, like, and it's already March. Right. It is both yeah. of those. It is simultaneous. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm really looking forward to the new year. I hope I hope we all get a breakthrough. Yeah. I hope yeah. that the I hope we all get a break. Yeah. That too. That would be nice. Conowin, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you for taking time away from your little hey, one so you could do it's this. Good. I gotta, you know, this is truly the gift that I feel like, and I, I, I call it a gift because I do feel like it's a gift in terms of like, oh my gosh, it's so great. You know, I can read this stuff. It's so helpful, at least to me. So anything I can do yeah. to help you listeners out there, to help you guys, Corey and Detta, I adore you both. You know, I'm, I'm happy to do this and, and be here, you know, and, and share what the stars have to say, because I find it can be awfully clarifying and helpful and again take take what is helpful and leave behind what isn't like no no yeah. judgment there because there's a lot going on it's a very overwhelming time and you know if you're fired up and ready like get into that airy season i'm telling you like go for it and if you're not like i said it's a great time to sink back into those intuitive spaces and take the time you need to just serve yourself right that's that's really what aries energy is is serving yourself serving you the self so you know whatever that means to you go for it i'm just so ding dang happy to see you i'm so happy to see you it's so good to be back it feels like it's been so long <laughs> a lot's happened <laughs> it is really nice to see you yeah i've been hearing you since i edit it so i feel like i've seen i've i feel like i've been with you more than i actually have kind of like social media it's been like floating in the ether in your studio. 
And I was just going to say what you were saying about the, about that energy being all about you. Like I'm hoping I feel up to doing some magical activism and getting out there. And it sounds like my house is serving that, but if you need to turn off the news or turn off social media for a day or a week or a month or whatever, you know, do it, do it. Absolutely. That's all I was going to say. Do yourself. <laughs> yes. You're worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, you are. You are. Well, Mom, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to meet that little one. Oh, I know. I can't wait to, like, introduce my little Aquarian baby to the world. <laughs> oh, his fat little cheek. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do. Mm -hmm. Mine, too. Get in there and squeeze them. That baby smell. Mm -hmm. I love that baby smell. I'm so, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I get ready for me to want to babysit and spoil that one because. Come on over. Heck that's yeah. my job. I don't want any of my own, so I got to spoil yours. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I will take that for sure. It's so appropriate. We are talking about babies too with Aries season because it's kind of the baby of the zodiac. No offense to you, Aries out there, but I know when you don't get your way. <laughs> I say that with lots of Aries out there. No, <laughs> but I have a few friends who are Aries who know. Yeah. They know. Yeah. So, they know. no shade. Love you very much. You know. <laughs> well, hey everybody, thanks for joining us, and until next time, be well, harm none, and don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Twitter at Bonfire Babble and Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington. 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah. And if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.